They made a Luna-focused episode. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Not Just Tentacles, where I, Rachel, attempt to demystify anime. And I, Ruth, stay permanently mystified. Woo! It's There's No Party Like a Hellhound Party. Since Let's translate that into English. They dropped the missing episode of season one of Hell of a Boss yesterday, and it's amazing! I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, some people are apparently going, ooh, it's a bit fillery. It's not. I think it's the perfect antidote to, well, the episodes that would be before and after it. Because Aussies is all angst, angst, angst. The circus, likewise. So this was like... I, I wouldn't have felt it was right for an end of season. No, no, I, I agree. So I can understand why Vivsi originally was like, you know what, we can move on without it. That It was kind of more of an extra as opposed to the finale so but nice to have a lunar episode oh yes this is very much a lunar episode because people have been saying recently oh she hasn't done much in season two but well, that's because her partner died you stupid fucks <laughs> well yeah there is that but erica really pulls out all the stops i thought she was great in this episode yes. it showed a side of her we'd never seen before so she turned up at the hellhound party that Tex had invited her to. She was very nervous. Uh, there was a bunch of bitchy Hathers-like hellhounds at first. Oh, my God. And they actually did make fetch happen. <laughs> and it makes sense because fetch. they're dogs. <laughs> but, yeah, one of them has a photo of Luna being sick on her phone. And um, apparently Luna is known by bitches as lunatic Luna. So... She naturally Luna gets attack, Luna. angry and defensive and so forth. Um, she calls the girl a bitch, which she is, which you can't no, like, say. Yeah, you can't say that. So that seems to be the hellhound equivalent of a slur. Uh, but luckily then Tex shows up. And um, I-, I thought that his voice had changed, but it's not. It's still James. So I guess it's just because I'm more used to his Aussie's voice It's now. called acting. I know it's called acting. It's also, I haven't seen him in a very long while, that's all. Because obviously Stryker's voice changing. You always think that people are going to be recast and so well, on. The thing is, when they do change voices, normally if you do it right, they try and copy the voice sometimes. Mm. I mean, the different, the, the big obvious one is, is Stolas. You know, you have... Uh, original pilot stole us sounding like Tim Curry gone wrong and then you've got the lovely Bryce I was about to say I have pretty much forgotten pilot stole us and I think everybody else has to Bryce is infinitely Don't better speak for everybody else in, in everybody else reply <laughs> I don't think they will. And it just further confirms what a lovely guy Tex is. That he wants her to be having a good time. He's checking that she's all right. He's getting her a drink. He is, I was about to say, a golden retriever boyfriend. Are we allowed to say that? I'm not sure what kind of hellhound he is. Golden retriever hellhound? Oh, and I found it quite amusing that this is dropping in the middle of an anti-furry moral panic in the UK. Because right now they seem to think that everybody and their dog is identifying as a cat. I'm just saying, not Lucy, Looney and Tex, I would would call them... I'm sorry. (laughs) I just loved all the different hellhound designs as well. You saw poodles, you saw Dalmatians, you saw mongrels. It was just. And and this whole. Could you imagine a hellhound that's like a cockapoo? I would love that. That that would be cute. uh, And then just like licks everybody to death. This whole episode is a real. 
feast for the eyes and nothing more so than our title character queen b beelzebub so she comes in with a she actually introduced as beelzebub or just b is it supposed to be a twist no no she is meant to be beelzebub it had already been previously been mentioned that Beelzebub was female because Moxie sang about her in his song to Millie. So this is foreshadowing because she appears the very next episode. Like Bielsa loves her bub. And obviously we find out that her bub is Dex. But anyway, she has this amazing song, Cotton Candy. She's voiced by Kesha, although the song itself isn't by Kesha. It seems to be that that caused the hold up in the first place. Key dollar sign her. <laughs> I know. I, I've, I've never forgotten that daft line from... So the the whole sequence of her going around on the disco ball and making people's sandwiches bigger and giving them drinks and drugs and she's the ultimate I, I party loved, girl. I, I loved there was one of the hellhounds had like the cone of shame and it was just filled with beer. With puke. It was puke. Oh, was it puke? Yeah, oh, she, yeah. <laughs> she asked oh. him if he was drunk and he seemed to be. But um, I, but Cotton Candy is a brilliant number. I, I think it's definitely up there as one of the best Halliver songs. And interestingly, because she has this special lava effect, and I thought this looks familiar, and it turns out part of the reason why they um designed Bomb Proof, so Striker's horse will look like that because he's got a kind of glowy, lavery, fiery effect as well. So he was meant to be practice for her because obviously she has a much bigger impact and appears has more screen time and so on. So she she has this wonderful number and Luna is looking at her very bisexually. Very bisexually. So it was like, yeah, no, it's hi like, Luna. Is she or is she more? Is it the oh I, the guy I fancy is with her. I can't match is is it that comparing does she want to be her or does she want to fuck her or does is both. It both i think it's both yeah. so um she after she finishes her number and checks everybody's okay she comes over to luna and text and that's when it's confirmed that those who are an item and luna is upset i mean people are like oh she only went to try and pull text i don't think that's it yeah she does have a crush on him but it's also embarrassing if you're at a party and the only person that you know is there with their girlfriend and they're clearly really into each other in fact i love these two because not only are they a royal and commoner romance that's happy and functional and work and they very clearly buy both of them. Are they? Buy Pan. Well, what? What? Why text? I, I just get that aura from him. They're, they're kind of like Mox- look. This is hell of a box. Assume everybody is buy or Pan unless told otherwise. That they were like Moxie and. Millie only with the gender swapped I thought they're utterly into each other sort of smushing faces and just being cute and so on and um, so yeah Luna feels like she can't compete and feels left out of it so she leaves Thrupple guys Thrupple. I know that's a perfectly simple solution or does everybody who approaches them just think uh Thrupple <laughs> I would <laughs> Sexta Octa Hopple. And in fact, their um the ship name has already been coined as Honeyhounds. <laughs> so that's what everybody's calling them now. So yeah, Luna goes outside and starts crying and you just feel bad for her because who has like dad picked me up. <laughs> who hasn't been at a party that's gone to shit and just felt awkward and embarrassed and not enjoyed themselves? And yeah, Lu and um Blitz have been on the sofa eating ice cream, looking a mess, and he 
he just is literally there in 10 seconds because at the beginning of the episode um he tried to ring her and she switched her phone off but yeah obviously she wants him now so he turns up and they are about to go but then an imp who recognizes blitz comes over and starts talking and they have a catch-up and um blitz saying i have a daughter now and then this the scuzzy hellhound from the trailer comes over and um, starts hitting on Luna and Blitz isn't happy about that but Luna's like you know what let's give this another go and she does seem to have stayed friends with this guy so I don't know whether they're boyfriend and girlfriend or just mates because um, in Seeing Stars he appears on her Instagram as a friend so I think they're just mates Mm. so they go back into the party and it's much better this time round and um, there's been lots of um, pictures already of Luna with this I think she's a poodle with a poodle hellhound so I don't know whether people are now shipping them she and this girl seem to be kind of getting quite close and dancey together I bet that's just dancing <laughs> and um, oh, Blitz just gets completely trolleyed so he and B have a drinking competition and she's like oh nobody's ever beaten me so they're kind of glugging out of these um, giant vats of honey they look like I didn't know whether they were supposed to be beer barrels or honeycombs um, she's, I think they're called BLs of juice but yeah out of honeycombs while she's drinking they look like beer kegs yeah while she's drinking out of a straw he picks it up and chucks it down his face and both she and Tex look extremely concerned by this and um, they, they do approach Luna shortly afterwards telling her look we're worried about your dad because he's got his tongue in four different <laughs> he's got four different tongues in him in, at once yeah and um, she's because um, she, B says that she's getting really negative vibes from him and in fact that makes um, Ozzy seem slightly less of a dick because he talks about something about a moxie killing the vibe of his club so maybe all the sins are like that maybe they can all pick up energies from what people are feeling and if it's somebody that is making everybody else feel horrendous and they've got to move them although so is that why moxie can't live in wrath because he's just too nice and happy. You know, that's I don't know, to... maybe. That, that's a good theory. But I also liked how th- this is almost like a mirror-flipped image of Aussies, because these two, unlike Fizz and Ozzy, who are there to humiliate people and make them feel like shit and chase them out, they're worried about their guests. They want them to be happy. They want mm. them to be looked after. So, in other words, good customer <laughs> service, any of you in the service industry. So, Luna at first is all defensive and like, I know my dad better than you you i don't need to help him b gets huge and scary but also still kind of hot yeah sexy <laughs> hot and luna because like okay then and she goes it goes around the corner to find blitz enthusiastically tonguing this imp who looks like stolas he, he looks nothing like he stolas he's tall no. he's fammy he's got a beanie he's got fluffy hair is, no, he's he in looks a fake more like tux. terry out of family guy you know is it greg or terry the blonde one with the with with the newsreader out of uh, not Family Guy, American, American Dad. Dad, yeah, yeah. Either way, I I got the, the stable right. But either way, um, so Luna tells him to stop. It's making it look like an orgy. I love that when she said, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "This guy." And then, "What's your name?" And then he says, "Dennis." And he's like, "Oh, I'm not fucking a Dennis." Dennis. <laughs> uh, I needed it. Was it another uh, another a Monica and Alejandro? Which goes, which proves my theory that it was Blitz that introduced Stolas to that soap opera with Vimps in it because the hero and that was called Alejandro. And so they, they were mentioned in episodes so close together. It's like, yep, I bet those two watch Helen Novella together. Helen uh, Novella. <laughs> And and then um, this other guy hit on him, the big beefy guy that we've seen various photos of. And I'm glad Luna punched him because he is clearly by this point a complete wreck. So this guy was very predatory 
trying it on with him in that state. And um, Luna heaves him over her shoulder and and, and takes him takes him out out of the car. And uh, oh, he splits as opposed to the guy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, to make, making this clear, blitz. I sometimes do that. I sometimes kind of lose sight of who I'm talking about here, but I meant Rachel sometimes lose track of pronouns. Yes, frequently. So they're in the van driving along and he looks awful and she's like, do you want to puke? And he's refusing to. Nope. Which is we've all been there. We've all been in that blitz moment. Well, it has been confirmed by Vivsi that this is based on something that happened to her after um a hell of a party. What did she want to puke? Yeah, the blitz or was she? She was the blitz. She wanted to puke, but refused to admit that she did, and obviously did. So that was included as an in joke to to that um to to that um episode. And and I want people that go around saying oh Luna hates blitz and so on. They they can just. Put it she to does rest. not. She's just an angry teen. I know because or she does. Angry young person. She does everything right this episode. She takes him home. She's a bloody good daughter. She gets him a glass of water. She listens to what he's saying, and it's sad too because it confirms that they only have one room, one bedroom in that flat, and he's given it to her. So his bed is the sofa. So she covers him up with the blanket and gets some water and talks to him and oh it's just so sad because he starts saying fizz was right i'm going to die alone and starts crying and talking about how he's ugly and old and wrinkly and, and he's talking about uh, millie and moxie and stolen yeah so th- this is the first time and he's like you'll be there when i die won't you i know which, oh, which also... i mean to be fair we've had that self-pitying drunken mm. face haven't we because you get some people have been trying to make out that he was just being a callous party animal that he couldn't care less about stolas but he is it's clear he's at the forefront of his mind and he is worried that him back with his boy that he's just pushing everybody away that he's going to alienate everybody he cares about and um oh luna calls him dad at least three times in the episode. Yeah. Because when she, at first she thought always being a party animal and drinking. She it's was like, like, that's my dad. I know. And, and he beamed at that. He turned around and smiled and it was so cute. And then she, she was saying, I know dad here and, and comforting. And it's just like, ah. Oh. So, Please, I'm going to cry. Let's, let's be happy. So on one hand, yes, I... Don't know if this necessarily would have been a natural end for the season. but no, it, does, it doesn't feel like it should have been the end of a season. It does end on a puppy note, though, because Aussies was so depressing when you had him and Stolas crying in their separate sofas and staircases and so on. But here you've got Luna comforting him, them having a nice father-daughter moment, making it look that, OK, he might feel like his love life is in ruins, but he still has his daughter. And at that point, he might have worried that he'd burnt his bridges with Moxie and Millie, mm. too, although, of course, he hasn't. Why? What did he do to Moxie and Millie? Well, remember, he'd showed up at their anniversary and then started oh, yeah. going on about watching them have sex. Uh, well, I mean, you know... Which he kids. meant to defend Will them. Will you watch but... Moxie and Millie have sex? No, not really. I respect people's privacy. <laughs> oh, God, I am so the blitz in this relationship. <laughs> But I thought it was a breath of fresh air. Something is stuck on your neck. You have a feather. Oh. <laughs> you have a feather stuck on you. How the hell did you get a feather? I'm an arse goisha. You're an owl. You're I'm an goisha. <laughs> but I, I mean, I get that some people are like, oh, this wasn't what I expected. But at the risk of sounding like Ruth, 
Don't talk about what you wanted to be there, but what is actually Judge it on what's there. in the actual show. Yeah, so I love Queen Bee. I think she's a great mm. addition to the cast. The song was amazing. It just I, what I really love about uh, Vivzy is the set pieces. Oh my god, the set pieces. And just the whole scenery is gorgeous. She just want to get in there and when she, walk when, around. When, when, when she illustrates a music or her artists illustrate a musical number, it's like Disney, but better. Yeah. You know, without all that capitalism and the ghost of uh, And nasty racial and, stereotypes. Yeah. And all that negative hang-up. Right, I've now noticed we've actually talked longer than the episode, so it's probably time for a wrap. But it's a bloody good episode! And the new episode is just around the corner, according to Vivzy's last treat. So that treat, tweet, so that should be in a couple of weeks too. So they're on fire! It's a hell of a summer! We don't want them literally on fire. (laughs) So I loved it. I did think it was like a wonderful bop of a music video. I felt like it needed an. Looking at it in the original piece, I would have think, I would have think thunk. So was the, the, was the circus supposed to be the end episode of season one? No, season or the two. First of episode up. of season two. Yeah, because I I would have thought that that would have been. A bit of an anticlimax to the end of season one, no Moxie and Millie in it. No, um, no Stolas. I, 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 I would have wanted a bit more oomph. But um, as what it is, as, as an episode in itself. About Luna, about, about Blitz yes, and Luna. Yes, it needed a Blitz and Luna episode and that was so satisfying. It had the right balance of yucks. I mean, Blitz vomiting. Oh and he's God. like, yeah. And it doesn't help that I think I've got gastro this morning, so I felt like blitz all morning. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know what? I did need to throw up. <laughs> yeah, a real family guy, old-fashioned. <laughs> like, like a paddling pool of sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, this is still not wrapping up the episode. So, <laughs> so until next time, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow us on social media. We are at TentaclesNot on Twitter. And on Facebook, our page is called Not Just Tentacles. Speak to you soon. Bye.